0: Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, let's look at the monthly energy for April. Hey, welcome to the third month of the solar calendar for the year of the tiger. So this month it is the month of Jia Chen, or the month of the Wood Dragon. The first cycle of Zhe Qi, which is just the Jie cycle. It governs the first 15 days of the month. It is, um, starts on April 4th and it goes through April 19th and it's called Clear and Bright. The second cycle of Qi, it goes through April 20th and lasts until May 5th. And that is the second 15-day cycle of... Energy that governs the last half of the month, and it is called green rain. And so, this actually takes us right into um, the pagan calendar and the celebration, also an observance of Beltane. So, jumping right into the animal sign forecast, if you are born under the animal sign of dragon, um, again, this month it's the Grand Duke, it's the soy for the month. It's a monthly energy that comes in and governs the month. So what may happen whenever that you know, animal sign is present, that's the same as your natal chart, you may feel a little bit of additional stress because it's almost like a all eyes on you you know, type of situation. So you feel like um, there's more pressure on you for the month. So one thing you could do is look for some rooster days that combine and support you because when it combines with the rooster day, that could add some extra metal to your chart. And if that's favorable, favorable to you, it could help to control the excess wood that is coming in for the month. Remember, it's a wood dragon month. So in addition to the wood dragon, we have the underlying uh, wood that is actually... know present with the tiger for the year the the tiger's element of wood so it's just a lot of big wood energy coming toward us um in different systems the jaw or the um yang wood it represents um like the grand marshal you know it's it's this big energy it's like the leader you know and um, it it wants to influence you in that way. So maybe perhaps you feel a little more bold this month, but really this is a month where you need to kind of take a little bit of a rain check in and make sure you're doing um, things right this month for yourself. So uh, remember excess wood could, um, signify, or it could kind of show us that Perhaps um, there's some anger issues. So if you feel yourself getting very short, angry, and frustrated this month, just take a step back and you know take things a little bit slower. Remember, wood also represents like growth and learning. So it'd be a really good month for you to you know just do some self reflection, some learning, and um, some growth, and work on our triggers and stuff like that. Alright rat and monkey. So if you have a rat and monkey um, or you know a, a, one of these animal signs the dragon coming in makes what's called a partial combination. So any of the days that has the monkey or rat in it, it makes up this entire element of water. The dragon, rat, and monkey combine to make a water frame. So with the presence of water this month um, it's, it's just a lot of extra water if you already have these animal signs. Um, it's a lot of, you know, emotional thing. Water represents that emotion, but it also represents like wisdom. Remember, it's a big water energy, so it could represent even the depths of the ocean. So there may be some turbulent emotions underneath there, you know, just like the ocean currents. We may not see things moving under there and it may look calm on the surface, but underneath it could be some turbulence. It could be some things sloshing around underneath. I mean, there could be a whole storm going on inside of us that people maybe are not able to see especially with the extra water that's already there for the year so if this is you this month just again lay low reach out to me um i do it all the time you know if you're like hey i'm having a hard time what's going on we could take a look at the energy and but never never feel alone um you really do want to make sure that you know you're you're okay in those emotions and if you need someone to talk to you just talk to them and if you don't have anybody else i'm serious reach out to me Special information for the sign of the monkey. So this would be a month where you could see a little bit of a reprieve. So remember, anytime you have a combination within your chart, it can take the clash away. So I'm not going to say 100% because again, each person's um, natal chart is different. And so, um, you know, I I can't say for sure it's going to happen, but Again, combinations will take a clash away, and so it could be a month that could combine, and you could see a little bit of a, you know forward progress that you haven't been making the, the rest of you know la- the past couple months, um, where there's been a little bit of a, a change in that energy. You know, the year may be feeling stressful already, but if you have a monkey, you really want to look at the months that combine with you, which are going to be like December. You know, that's a combination with the rat, and this month, which is a combination with the dragon. So if you happen to have the animal sign of rooster already, um, it could be, you know, a pretty good month for you. So remember the rooster and the dragon combine, and they make the element of metal. I think it may help control a little bit of the wood in there, but remember the metal also creates water. It condenses, it creates water, it gives birth to water. And so it may, you know, be creating um, a, an excessive metal and water sometimes creates overthinking and a little bit of like anxiety. So remember, we want to make sure we're handling our anxiety, we're keeping under check um if you feel that way this month um i think the extra wood really is is just fine um for for the rooster this month so usually metal represents like precision, decision-making, and um, so it may even help you clear a little bit of the fog away a little bit in your thinking if you have felt a little bit foggy. I feel like I have too. I definitely and I have the sign of the rooster, so maybe that's just me. <laughs> but um, So if you already have excess metal, it could indicate um, some things like a flare-up of like eczema or respiratory or allergies because the metal represents all of those things. So, you know, just kind of make sure you're taking your allergy meds and all that kind of thing. Uh, make sure you're kind of keeping a check on on all that and uh, skin conditions, cream and all that stuff. So if you have the seasonal combination, which is the rabbit and the tiger already, and then this dragon comes in, that actually makes the, um, it, you know, makes this the season of spring. And so all these elements combine together to create wood. So again, it's just a lot of excess wood, especially if you already have these two. Um, I mean, it really does represent that you could have a lot of strength this year, just kind of depending on what wood is to you in your natal chart. Um, if it's favorable or unfavorable. Um, you know, sometimes it can create really good things and sometimes it can cause some issues. And so it really just kind of depends. It's hard to just lay um, out in this, you know, this podcast, how it's going to affect you and everybody's charts are so different and they all interact in different ways. So just looking in general at excess wood energy, remember again, it can impact our ability to focus. Um, it's it's an extreme amount of energy if you're dealing with this. So you could see signs like um, ADHD, especially if you already have a strong wood element and it's further strengthened or aggravated by extra, extra wood. So Um, One thing you can focus on is also when you have an element that's the same as you, you can remember that that represents like friendships and friends and people coming in to support you. So it could also represent and come in in that way. Um, Recognizing patterns and signs can help you navigate any issues. So if you already feel like you're not able to focus, um, just recognize again that that's that energy and try and cut out unnecessary distractions when you can. So if you have a dog in your nail chart, remember this is the clash animal for the month. Um, It clashes with dragon, directly opposes the energy of the dragon. But one thing to consider also is that the dog does combine with the animal sign of the tiger for the year. It makes a partial combination. So remember when you make combinations that it can take the clash away. So, um, you know, you can activate different feng areas in your house and all kinds of stuff to take that clash away. But since you already have the dog there, it's supported by the tiger energy, it kind of minimizes this clash. Um, and you can activate the south of your home to have that supporting fire energy. Speaking of feng shui, let's look at some of the best feng shui sectors for the month of April. So remember, just like last month, I talked about the flying star combinations that could be fairly auspicious if you tap into them correctly. Um, the south has, and um, the northeast also, has the HER2 or early heaven combination of flying stars. And when that happens, you wanna make sure you take note of that sector and try and activate it if you can. So speaking of the south again just like i talked about you can activate the area of south two which is the area of the horse i don't recommend you activating this if you have a rat in your natal chart but if you can activate south one or south three just avoid the area that governs the horse so there's a flying star combination there that makes up the element of metal it's the four nine combination Um, so you can just use a candle to activate the area so remember if you have a dog in your chart and you feel like um, you want to make sure you get ahead of the energy this is an area that you can use it's really good for anybody that's like a boss a manager or business owner Um, that's it's a combination that can really benefit you looking at the northeast it should be pretty good this month Um, it has the early heaven combination of 8-3, the flying stars, it makes the element of wood. However, when we put it in that palace, the earth star's already there for the year, which is earth, you know, the eight earth. So we can put a candle there and it'll kind of burn up some of the wood, it'll support the earth element, should be good all around. If you work for yourself, if you're in business for yourself and you need to secure more contracts, more work, it's really good to promote more work. So remember, if you need more jobs or more work, you can always activate the eight star to um, promote that for yourself. So if you're the boss, you're better off activating the South. If you're an employee, you're better off um, activating the Northeast. And again, that goes for people that... Um, need more contracts they need more work they need to you know secure something like that um, activate this area and again just as a general rule this year and as a reminder let's not activate anything in the southwest this uh this month okay we're gonna avoid the southwest for the rest of the year but um yeah it just has some fairly negative energies we don't want to mess with so just continue to keep the area quiet and clean For the best results, you want to activate using date and time selection, which you can find the dates on my website. I'll post a link to the blog post below. And of course, this Folklore Friday is all about dragons. Today, we're going to talk about the four dragon kings. Coming to us from Shinyungperformingarts.org is the story of the Dragon Kings of Myth History. Every single body of water, from the greatest ocean to the tiniest stream, cascade, or even well, is under the jurisdiction of a dragon. Legend has it that the goddess of creation, Nuwa, tasked four dragons with administering the four seas surrounding the eastern continent. Ever since, these dragon kings have held court in grand crystal palaces on the ocean floor. Crystal palaces are fashioned after their imperial counterparts on land, but with exotic underwater features. Grand gates of agate reveal a translucent crystal complex, rainbow clamshells, shingle tile sloped roofs, and bass relief dragon coils around pearl inlaid pillars. His Highness of the Deep rules from a jadeite throne ornamented with glitter gems galore. Throughout the complex, abalone paths led to coral underwater gardens and luxuriant seaweed lawns that are always flowing with the sea currents. The dragon kings of the east, south, west, and north seas usually appear as dragon-headed humanoids decked in regal attire. They are protectors of their respective underwater domains and its creatures. With instructions from the Jade Emperor of the Heavens, they control the weather and the rainfall of the surrounding lands. According to mythicalcreaturesguide.com, the four dragon kings in Chinese mythology are divine rulers of the four seas. Although the dragon kings appear in their true form as dragons, they also have the ability to shapeshift into human form. I think it's really cool that it states that the dragon kings live in crystal palaces guarded by shrimp soldiers and crab generals. They are said to be different than typical dragons. So most Chinese dragons do not have wings, but sometimes they are depicted with wings. Um, Most of the time they just kind of slither or kind of writhe through the sky. Um, They also are said to have like extra eyeballs and different pattern scales and four pairs of wings. So it's different than other Chinese dragons. The four dragon kings do have names so the azure dragon or the blue green dragon is the dragon king of the east and is the essence of spring and his proper name is Ao Gung. He is the patron of the East China Sea. The red dragon is the dragon king of the south and its essence is of summer and he is the patron of the South China Sea and his proper name is Ao Chun. The white dragon is the dragon of the west and is the essence of autumn and he is the patron of Qinghai Lake. And the black dragon is called the dark or mysterious dragon and is the dragon king of the north and the essence of winter, but his proper names are Ao Chung and Ao Ming. And he his body of water is the lake uh, Bacchae. So I don't know if I probably have to point out there's a very obvious connection in relation to Chinese metaphysics, of course, you know, the blue, dra- blue dragon or blue-green dragon representing spring and being in the east, you know, it's, it's the connections there, right? <laughs> Here's a few facts about Chinese dragons you may not have known. Emperors in ancient China were identified as sons of dragons, and at the time, ordinary people were not allowed to have items with pictures of dragons on them. Chinese dragons are symbolic of being lucky, so powerful and noble, but not as the monsters they are portrayed as in Western stories like we have here, you know, in, in the U.S. Most Chinese dragon pitchers will have the dragon with a snake-like body and sharp claws like a hawk and, of course, less dinosaur-like, which we kind of talked about, usually not having wings. And then again, that dragons are actually of the water. So they live in the ocean. They live in the water. They live in different bodies of water. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to check the links in the show notes for any of the websites that I mentioned on today's episode. Also, if you want to be entered for your chance to win a free Batza or four pillar reading with me, you have to leave a review, but all the description and all the instructions are in the show notes. So check that if you're interested. For free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review and share with your family and friends.